Well, sister, they are just ninjas trying to release their wiggles. Um. So I was always a big time fan of Count Chocula, except my mom never let us buy it. Did you start the timer yet? Oh shit, my bad. <laughs> hey Siri, set a timer for five minutes. Okay, five minutes and counting. Welcome back. You know, your brother looks like Salt Bay. And that's perfectly fine for you to say he took that as a compliment. I will. It, it kind of is a compliment, to be quite honest. I don't know what it. I don't know. I, I thought he was just a funny like meme. I had no idea. Um, oh no, he owns a he owns a restaurant in New York, dude. Like for, for like no for like buku money, yeah. he'll show up and do the cutting because he's, he's really into the. He's like super extravagant. Yeah. yeah, and so he'll cut right in front of your your table. And you'll pay like five hundred bucks. Like that, that dude's pulling it in. But I mean, I've seen um, uh, people in like Hawaii and where they catch big fish like tuna and swordfish stuff like that. The people that cut those fucking fish, they're like, it's like the precision of a butcher or or a surgeon. But it's an animal so big they're almost hacking at it sometimes, like a oh, fucking yeah. samurai. You know what I mean? It's like it's but it's it's beautiful to watch. They'll cut this whole big animal in part like apart in minutes and it's like whoa what the fuck just happened yeah, we, we go we go fishing a lot i go you know we go fishing a lot with my family i take my son now and watching a deckhand fillet fish like big ass fish for you yeah on a boat that's doing this like rocking like this and he has a sharp ass knife and he's just like cutting like not even worried about it it's like crazy to watch it's like pretty impressive you know what the best part is when you hear the knife uh, go along the spine you can hear a little, and it's like that means it's cutting right, right on the edge, bone, and you're getting the perfect fillet. Like, oh, dude, it's amazing. I tried that once. Like, tried to do a fillet. Like, I had about a quarter of usable meat. So it's a learned thing. Oh yeah, I'm getting better at it. I mean, I'm working on it. You got to have a knife that can bend a little bit and is really. You ever tried to cut a watermelon? Like, skin a watermelon? With just a knife? Yeah. Uh, it's like a cucumber, right? Kinda. Yeah. That's so how you don't peel, you don't use a peeler. You have to like use a knife and like. Yeah, no, I've done it before. I had this legit knife I got from like a little Chinatown that was like ninety nine cents and it looked like a little cleaver. A legit ninety nine cents. Yeah, because I had it for like I used it for like <laughs> ten years and I cut like big ass fruits with it and like I'm telling you I would like bend it a little bit and then like slide it down the side and it would like. Get this like wow. legit, nice. this legit curve on the melon. I, I enjoyed that. Do you miss it or do you still have it? It broke. It was not full tang. Uh, so I mean, I guess you could say I got I got a pretty good. I got like ten cents a year out of it because I had it for a very long time, and then it broke, and then I, I buried it in the yard. You sound a little sad. Did you name it? No. That's sad. His name was Chan. All right, it was Chan. Chan the man. Was it Chan? Yeah, actually, I would call it Chan. Oh, I was say, if not, he's like in limbo, like not a, like an unbaptized baby. Right? Yeah, no name. The yeah, floating out there, hungry ghost hanging out, looking for melon to cut, trying to cut fruit, and he just can't touch it. <laughs> like you don't get no fruit. <laughs> what the hell? I can't even cut it. What am I doing here? Um. All right. Oh man, how dare that? Like you never. 
I haven't had a watermelon, like a legit watermelon in a long time. And oh, I, I look a lot out here. The yellow watermelons are out here too. They're they're more Okay, uh, so are you of the, of the I know you are. I don't know. I don't remember if you are or not. Are you of the thought process that a seedless watermelon is uh is unnatural? No, I don't care. I, it all tastes good. Good. I like that. I, I think I heard somebody telling me. I forgot who it was. And I was like, "Oh, it's unnatural. It's seedless." I'm like, "It means it's female." Like what? unnatural is paying a hundred dollars for a square watermelon that's like the size of a softball that's unnatural a hundred dollars like how much yeah they're in japan they're like uh about the size of like a personal watermelon which is what like five dollars here at the most yeah Uh, but it's in a square shape and they grow it that way so when you can get it shipped to you in a box and that's also another like aspect of it i told you i'm a fruit sloop so, but it's in Japan. It's a hundred bucks, and it's, you're, you're, I don't even know if the quality of the watermelon is good, but it's it grows in a square shape. It's the it's the uh, what do they call it? The novelty of it. Yeah, which is stupid because I just want to eat it. That's why I don't care about the seeds or whatever. Natural, unnatural. Yeah. I want that. Oh, yeah. juice. All okay. The- All right. Well, well, what do you think about uh, cuties? I mean, they are what they are. But like just mass marketed tangerines, so there's some aspect of it I'm sure that's destroying. Oh, I really wanted to know what the hell it was destroying. By the way, <laughs> not that day. It's not that day. Oh man! Welcome back, to Cabin Fever. I am Tony G. With me, as always, after a hiatus, so to speak, a bit of a sojourn for my uh, my buddy Ed over here. Uh, Ed, Ed, uh, what have you been up to? We have, it's been a week and a half, two weeks, man. Almost two weeks. Um, well, they lit the fires on the West coast. So, you know, I don't know. It's like the, was that the flames of Gondor? That means something's about to go down. right? The beacon of Gondor. By the way, uh, I don't, I read the book when I was a kid. Well, I kid, when I was in high school, I read the book and they gave you like, that didn't happen. The beacon thing in that. Really? Because oh. all I could think about is what did you do wrong in order to get beacon duty? Because they were like going over like big ass mountains. Yeah, and like, yeah, it's a, yeah, like, yeah, like you're sitting there with some other dude staring at each other all broke back mountain style. Like, just <laughs> like, oh, dude, this sucks, man. Like, dude, what did you do to get beacon duty? You know, like, um, anyway, that's neither here nor there. Well, I have been in. Hi, on hiatus, just uh, relaxing, trying to get away from the craziness. Uh, my brother came out to visit for two weeks. And, you know, we did our due. Played a lot of Kid Nicky. Went to Austin quite a few times. Had a lot of barbecue. And uh, played more Kid Nicky and Contra. That's what we did. Did you get to the end of Kid Nicky? We got to – why would you ask me that? I don't know. Maybe you suck at Kid Nicky. It is my white whale. Oh my God! Honestly, you got all butthurt. Like the look at your face. You're like, why do you ask that? Because no, I was just curious. Like, Have I talked to you about this before? No, no. It, is, it is my white whale of games because, uh, for some reason, I could never play the game and I could never find it. Like it wasn't in at Westworld. It wasn't like the normal arcades, like Captain Video and fucking West LA. I go to all these video game places and they would never have it. And when I'd go to like uh, Raging Waters, had it. Um, I think maybe Wild Rivers. I'd have to go to like one of those places out there that would just have these big arcades, sometimes like a Downey Chuck E. Cheese or something like that, and it would be there. 
and I'd play it and I would just like it because it was like fun, kind of easy, also kind of hard and frustrating. Yeah, but, after a while, it, it gets complicated. It's like, oh, fuck. We had to memorize so many patterns. But so like, I never got to see it. And when every time I would see it, I'd get like enamored with it and like, oh yeah, I can play. And then I get so frustrated. 30 minutes later, I'd, I'd get mad and not play. And then like, I do whatever I'm doing, come back and play and go through this pattern and never get very far. And when Daniel came, he had the switch jailbroke. And I'm like, the guy of every game of me. Who are you saying? All, you know, all this. I got whatever you want. Blah, blah, blah. I'm like, do you have Kid Nikki? That's all I need to know. Do you Radical have Michael Ninja? Yes. And he was like, no. And I'm like, oh, well, then what the fuck is this premise you're talking about? I go, How dare no, he? No, but then I go to the bathroom. I come back and he's like, sorry, I lied. I have Kid Nikki. And I was there like, you fuck, you, fuck And not only that, it was the arcade one because I, pl- I had the Nintendo one which is mm-hmm. different and a little easier. I think I played, I used to play the Nintendo one at your house, unless I'm mistaken. I feel like you did. I, I like definitely seen did. That before. Yeah. That room. Uh, I don't know if I brought it or if you guys had it, but it was definitely around. We um, had it because I, I, I beat it. I no, beat, uh, sorry. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, no, we got, we got to the last level, um, but then you fight the boss and kind of move along the level as you fight it, which is kind of cool, but it gets... Um, when you look in the, cause we didn't look in the guidebook, right? We went all the way through level seven, took quite a while, a lot of frustration, a lot of, a lot of yelling. But by the time we got to the last level, we were finally like, I'm going to look some shit up. If there's any tricks or anything, I look up the level before and they're very, dis- very descriptive about what you need to do to beat the boss. Same boss next level. It says the patterns are completely random and you just have to hope you don't get hit. That's it. About right. <laughs> no pattern there's nothing to do it's just like yeah. move around hope you don't get hit hit him twice who was the last i forgot who the last it's boss like that, was the horned witch yeah like with the big mask like the uh, ooh, what i forget what they're called yeah spirits, japanese spirits with the all the white shimigami yeah the horned witch yeah what were you gonna talk about um you know what no I, no, no 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 hold on I'm, so, I'm sorry you know tony i apologize all this kid nikki talk Radical ninjas, spiky hair. <sighs> what the hell have you been doing for the past two weeks? That's what I want to know. Did you ask what I've been doing? God, I've done so many things I haven't stopped. Like, God, how does one gauge their answer? Uh, Is it prowess? Uh, I've been really doing not much, uh, <laughs> to be fair. And I've loved every second of it. Uh, you know what? Some friends came over. We haven't had people over in a long time. And apparently they hadn't been over anywhere in a long time. Uh, they were from like Ben's baseball team and they came by and we hung out with them after practice and they stayed till like two in the morning. Oh shit. And I was like, wow, what time is it? And they're like, yeah, we just don't want to go. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. That was interesting. Uh, football season started. So I kind of got into that. Uh, I do some, some fantasy football stuff. We have like a pretty big fantasy football league that we've been doing for like 20 years. So like, and it costs a lot of money. So it's kind of the only reason I care about football. It's more about beating people and winning money. I'm a bit of a gambler that way. And uh, we went to the beach like twice. That's it. Like, seriously, I got nothing. I didn't play Kid Nicky. I wish I had. I'd have a lot more to talk about. Oh, I, 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 mean, I did also go to a cidercade. A what? A cidercade. It's uh, an arcade, 
but it only has uh, ciders on tap. And it's all local, you know, stupid shit. But then they have concoctions where they mix ciders and they make all these different versions. But I really assumed it meant that they'd have alcohol. They do not. But Wait a minute, it's, it's all like just like soft cider? Yeah, it's all hard cider, but it's different mixes. Wait a minute, so it does have alcohol in it? Yeah, it does, but there's no like liquor to mix or no beer. There's oh, no- okay, so they're not making cocktails. It's just more of like... Well, they a- are with the ciders because they're kind of like mixers at the same time as being drinks. So like they have these variations and stuff. Really? What else would you do? I know you you had a... We should just talk about your big... Uh, your big sojourn with your brother like you had a brother day a brother uh, week uh i mean we went we went to austin like three times barbecue you know cooper's it's good um pork loin i never had an appreciation for you ever had a good pork loin yeah yeah my yeah. wife made one one time wow, it was i mean the best thing she ever made dude if it's cooked right and it's like uh still a, it's like a little bit of pink in the middle not too much but because you know you can eat it slightly uh rare it's pork. um Dude, fuck, dude. I mean, like, it was... I, I've never reheated pork, and it was still moist. Usually, sure. if you have a pork chop or something, and you, re, you reheat it, it's going to be a little bit dry. No matter... Even if you cooked it right, it's going to be a little bit dry, because it's going to, you know, heat up and dry out a little bit. But fuck, dude. Shit was really good. Um, And then, uh, you know, a little voodoo donuts. So, <sighs> as Austin, you like Austin, huh? If you had a chance to move to Austin, would you move? No, it's funny you say that. Um, Austin is like L.A. to me now. It's a place to visit. It's a lot of fun when you're there, but it's really fun when you get to leave. Really? Is it just too too crowded, or is it more oh, yeah. like... Uh, it's Austin's built on the whole, uh, you know, um, Willie Nelson spearheaded it, I believe. Like, keep Austin strange. Like, it's like the odd duck in Texas. It's the mm-hmm. capital, but it's also like... It, they call it the, the blue heart in the purple... The blue heart in the red state. Yeah, it's very a oh, liberal town. Yeah, super liberal. So it's like going to LA, but but because they wanted to keep it the way it originally was, the infrastructure never got updated. So as the population grew and as businesses grew and pop, you know, there's just like way more cars going on stuff. Uh, nothing ever got changed. So it's living. It's like it's like if LA was still living on uh, the '60s freeways that we had. So no 105. 405 is like three lanes on each side. You know what I mean? Like, it's just not. Yeah, it's not it, they never bothered to, to just update it for its own good. You know, and like. There's not, there's not enough room to, honestly. Really? They, well, well, now what they're doing is knocking down a lot of old buildings and stuff that are like not quite historic, but historic to people from there. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, now they're putting high rises in uh, condos and stuff. So it's like slowly, uh, it's gentrifying like anything else. But, um, 6th Street, and uh, I forget the name of the other street, which is kind of like an Abbott Kinney, Melrose, where they have a lot of food trucks. And- That's what I picture when I picture Austin. I picture like like a Venice before. Uh, yeah. yeah. No, uh, very similar. Well, Venice, Topanga, that- kind of, Topanga Canyon kind of a thing. Yeah. I mean, the, the smaller part, I forget the name of the street, but that part definitely is. But when you go to 6th Street, it's like uh, <laughs> every time I'm there, I think of Born in East L.A., when he's uh, in TJ and he's trying to get people into the bar. Like, like okay. <laughs> hey, hey, yeah. yeah no, one guy comes to, out and he has to go back in. Yeah. You have to understand, as a kid watching that, I had no fucking idea what was going on. I just knew that he was trying to convince people to come in and that was it. And like 
for some reason he needed to, uh, or trying to get people to spend their money, whatever it was, I couldn't really figure out what it was. And the first time I went to TJ and even Rosarito, I didn't, I still didn't really understand what it was, but I went to sixth street for the first time. And you realize that the bars are literally next door to each other. And there has to be somebody out there yelling, I'm here. Yeah, yeah. You need to get in here. Three dollars. Yeah, and it's yeah. all these guys competing with each other. Two for one beers. Like, oh, yeah. This is who Cheech was in Borny's. He was one of these guys trying to out talk everyone else to get people into the bar. And the more people we got, the more money he got because people would spend money in there. And then mm-hmm. I was like two years old, two years ago old when I found that out. I realized what the hell he was doing. <laughs> I was hijacking people. I didn't know what the hell was going on. Yeah, well, I mean, if you're there, you're there for a reason, right? I mean, yeah. Well, I I, I thought there was prostitution involved, maybe because you know he did the little wah 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 wah, and I was like, I I couldn't figure it out when I was a kid. (laughs) You want to give anyone a little little boogaloo? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, but then you know, uh, there still is a lot of uh, strange, uh, unique parts of Austin. There's a lot of hiking, a lot of a Colorado River runs through there, which I found to be kind of strange. Uh, I didn't know that was the Colorado River. I don't know how how is it here and LA is taking all the water from it still. I thought LA took the water from up north. It's from the Colorado River in Nevada. You sure? Yeah. Okay. Uh, what is it doing down here? We're more important. Got to talk about your brother trip with your brother. When's the last time you saw your brother before before uh, this? It was a year ago. But then we also saw the bats under Constellation Bridge, which is like kind of an Austin thing. You know, yeah, the, yeah bat. the bats. I've heard of that. Yeah, they're the bat. Well, because they all live under the bridge, and that they had, I, I think they had like the Batman 80th anniversary, which was like last year, and they they kicked it off on that bridge, and like all the bats come out when the sun goes down, and you can hear it. It's tri- it's fucking creepy, and they'll come down. They'll get like in your face. Flying rats. That sounds disgusting. Yeah, with a lot of disease, but it's beautiful at the same time. It's really nature at its finest. Thing. And uh, I did go to a Russian bar that was pretty cool. Um, infused vodkas, uh, different things, savory. They had one called cigar that was like you could have a shot of whiskey and then a shot of that, and it's like you smoked a cigar after you had some whiskey. Uh, they had so they're just looking to get you just have your breath stink. No, uh, it's it's for people who like that flavor. You know, if you like the taste of like cigar in your mouth, some people do. So I, I had the one I had was wild mushroom. I took a shot. It tasted like, uh, I wouldn't quite say mushroom broth or mushroom uh, gravy, but it's right in the middle. And then I get a little bit of vodka and then it just went away. I was like, what the fuck just happened? That actually like, sounds interesting. I'm not, I'm not upset really, with that. Yeah. Really is, and they have at least 80 to 100 different variations. They have like floral ones. Um, another one that was like, what was it? Cinnamon and peach. I had one that was just habanero. They have this cr- some will wake you up. It depends on what you're in the mood for. And then they, the guy's kind of a mixologist. And there's also uh, Russian pop music playing in the background at all times, which is awesome. It sounds awesome. Like, oh, I'm sorry, it's I didn't. Not, yeah. it, it looks like K-pop. They, it, it, it's not just on in the background. It's on the TV. They have, they have Russian like TV on. They, you're fully immersed. I like that. I don't know why, but I do. Like, no, can, no, ask, like, can I ask, is this... Is this how many times have you been to Austin before you your before your brother showed up? Uh, maybe like five or six times. Okay, so you bit you kind of knew the area a little more. Than yeah, I mean it's area. it's like going to Anaheim if you live in LA. 
Okay. It's Which nobody ever does unless you're going to Disneyland. But no, I mean, if you want to go to like downtown Disney, like when that was popular at some time, you know what I mean? And nobody ever wants to go to Anaheim. <laughs> it's the worst. <laughs> but either way, that that sh- it sounds like Austin's a lot cooler. No. Uh, yeah. Uh, so some of these things, have you, is there always something new or do you always do something new when you go down there? Or have you kind of like already, for you, is it like, hey, I'm showing my brother around or? or? Uh, it was a little bit of that, but then also just seeing what there was. Oh, we also did the, um, it's called Wonder Austin Wonder Spaces. It's an interactive museum. So it's, uh, you have to like get a ticket online and you go in, but it's like one of those ones that are kind of like pop-up mobile museums. So it's like in a warehouse for like, you know, six months or whatever everything's just kind of like very uh you know cementy and not like a typical museum but it's also kind of interactive so some of the things like one was just like a vr headset and you sit at a dinner table put the headset on and you are a fly on a wall at this fucked up ass dinner <laughs> and it's like <laughs> argument and people fighting and then like screaming and you kind of fade out and it's like you and eventually you feel like you're above the whole scene watching it. And then you come back down and this is like, you know, you look around and it looks like everyone else is there too. You know, I'd even try just to break it. I take my eyes off and go back and it didn't make a difference. Like it's so the, the VR is so real. You you're the way your mind acclimates to it is so quick that it doesn't matter that you just saw what really is around you. As soon as it gets back in your, your brain, like jumps right back into it. It's fucking crazy. Right. Right. Yeah. That's, that's pretty cool. Actually. And then, you know, it had like the typical, you know, those people, you know, like those museum pictures where everyone's like surrounded by rain or like a thousand lights in a hundred mirrors and they take a picture. They had like that shit too. Hmm. So it's like more, more, what do they call it? Uh, IG, like IG stuff. IG stuff? Yeah, I get Instagram pic stuff where you're like, hey, at the museum. And you're not really like it. <laughs> You just want a picture saying that you were. Have you saying you were there? Right? Yeah, but, but the picture is cool because it is kind of like the way they make it is so that when you take a picture, it looks like you're in this wondrous place. You know that it's interactive, so that's part of it. Whatever. Ketchup was my first salad dressing when I was a kid. I used oh, to speak, yeah, ketchup on lettuce, and then I graduated to salad dressing. Ketchup on lettuce? Oh, it was magic. Hey, whatever, man. My brothers, none of my brother brothers ate lettuce at all at the time so wait the fuck hold on okay I, okay i'm trying to figure out where maybe from like a big mac or a whopper or something where like you like the taste of ketchup and lettuce together and that it kind of just tickled my fancy yeah that you like that part of it or that reminded it so i can see that but yeah. it's still really fucking hard to try to make sense yeah. of that yeah. Yeah. well it's just how i rolled <laughs> like Oh man, we were at the beach last week. I just thought it was just a fun story, just because, you know, I did something. I told you I went to the beach, yes. <laughs> and we've been going to the beach a lot, and it's just the four of us. And my, I think my my sons are getting a little tired of it. You know, they're like going to the beach. It's great. Like my youngest wants to play with us, but I'm just trying to sit and chill. And yeah, and then we have to run after the dog now. And my oldest is like a. He's okay. For lack of a better word, he's really lazy. Um, he's a he's very slothy. So like he's kind of the dude who's like constantly on power save mode, where he's just like chilling. If he doesn't have to get up, he won't do it. If he's just gonna sit there, like 
you know, you could tell he's just like a low energy dude. Like, and, uh, well, it just reminds me because he was like that the whole time we got there. He was just like laying on the, laying on the floor, laying on, like literally, I swear to God, we went to, one time we went to car, we were driving down the coast. I tell you this story, tell you this, another story, but we're, we were driving down the coast and we stopped at this place. It was like a sightseeing spot for elephant seals. And all they did was lay on the, on the ground, like all day long. And there was thousands of them, thousands. And I'm sitting there with him and he looks at me. He's like, I think I found my spirit animal. And I'm like, yeah, I think you did. And then I swear to God, all I just every time I see him lay on the ground on the ground at the beach, like grabbing grabbing sun, sand every every so often, like throwing it on his back, I'm like <laughs> channeling his inner elephant seal. This is like, wow. this is simultaneously amusing and embarrassing at the same time. Like it's it's amazing. I think it's good to know yourself like that that young. Yeah, he, he's he's kind of got that. He doesn't like he doesn't feel embarrassment, like. And the more I, he's getting older, so it's kind of weird to me, you know, because like, I never, I don't know how to, you know, it's my first kid. So I'm like, he's doing things where I'm like, what would I do at that time? I'm like, wow, the exact opposite. But it's like interesting that he's doing that. Yeah. But, you know, I guess we're all different, you know, and yeah, he'll, sure. you know, he doesn't feel like embarrassment, like at all. Like, and if he does feel embarrassed, he won't tell you because he just, he just keep moving through. He'll to wear his older, his younger brother's clothes. Like if, if his nine-year-old brother's t-shirt got into his drawer on accident, he'll just put it on. Yeah, I do. I like that. He, he outweighs his old, his younger brother by like 75 pounds. <laughs> I like that. I love that. <laughs> you know, like, so he's just like rocking in, like, what are you wearing right now? Like, it's my shirt. I'm like, you know, that's not your shirt. Like, you know, like, eh, it was in my drawer. Like, it's just how he rolls. But like. I like it. I don't know. I feel like I'm uh, like, I don't know. Did you get, uh, maybe I asked this just to see if you'd like, you've known your brother a long time, hadn't seen him in a while, spent two weeks with him. Any takeaways? Like, you know, anything new or just always, you know, same old, same old? Uh, no, major takeaway for sure was uh, we are at a stage in our relationship where we're probably the closest that we've been in terms of relating to each other and not coming from a different place in life. Um, since we were 10 and eight. So you guys feel like more of a kinship than you ever had really? At this oh, big time. It's crazy. Uh, part of that video game thing was, uh, like for example, the kid Nikki thing, like we'd play, one of us would be good on a level. Someone would be good on a boss. Someone would be good on a whole level, what, whatever it was. We both just knew who knew what pattern when, and it would be like, I'd try it one or two times. And if I knew I was just not in the zone here just do this. And then as soon as he'd get to the boss, he knew I was good at the boss here, here you go. And not just that without talking, it was a lot of like, Oh, you got this. No, 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 don't trip. Don't trip. You got this. You got this. And it wasn't, I didn't even realize we were doing it. And uh, Jen is there and she's just watching it like with this big smile on her face. She's like, I wish I would have recorded it. Like you guys are just so in sync and supportive and Sympatico. like, yeah, that's... yeah. And, and there's definitely been times in the past five years, especially where it was quite the opposite. And you know, that stuff with me and stuff with him, just di- like I said, just you were at different points in our lives and different things are important and you just don't see eye to eye on a lot of stuff. And you know, now we're basically, 
um, a lot, all, just a lot more in in tune, and that's uh, it's a great thing. I cried when he left. Get out of here, really? At work. Okay, that's just weird. You could have just cried in your own, like in the shower, like grown well, ass. I worked in the morning. I got up early, and you know, I saw him when I woke up, and it wasn't until I like drove. It takes San Antonio, like anywhere, is like ten minutes away. Uh, so it you. takes me like five minutes to get to work, and when I actually get there and start working and I'm like waking up, I'm thinking about the fact the past two and a half weeks, he's been there when I get home and I'm like, he's not going to be there today. Like kid, Nikki's gone. <laughs> oh man. Well, you know what? I think that's pretty awesome. No, it is. It is. That's a great story. Uh, seriously. I think, uh, and I'm glad we took the time to talk about it and I'm glad you had a great time, uh, you know, with your, with your brother and, um, I'm bummed for you that it's over, but you know, all good things must come to an end, you know? Yeah. It's it's the beginning of something good. So I'm not, it's just till next time. Well, I appreciate That's pretty awesome. And I appreciate your candor. (laughs) Oh man, this has been Cabin Fever. I'm Tony G. And for Ed, my main man, Ed Gudea with his awesome, his awesome trip, Ed's Odyssey. Uh, (laughs) I like that. I think it's a winner. We will catch you guys next week uh, where we talk about something different and uh, be safe out there. Late.